back, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Juliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to look at a, a, a kind of a case study, so we might put it in, in the category of case study. We're looking at what to do when you lose a vital member of your team. Juliana's going to set the scene for us. I had a mentee who is in a leadership position and she just lost, well not say lost, a key member of her staff, who is extremely popular, um, decided to leave. Now, I'm going to take you through her story. I've got her permission to share the story without names. To share the story about what happened, how it felt, how it was handled. Before I do that, I want to explain that this person was extremely effective, excellent at what they do, they are very popular, as I said, and they refer to them as the glue and the culture carrier. Glue is the person that brings everyone together and makes things fit. Culture carrier is the person that's deeply involved in the culture of the organisation, live it and breathe it and influences others to do so. What this leader said to me is, I was devastated when the person came in and said, look, as you know, I love it here. I love everything about this organization. I did very well out of it myself, but now the time has come, I've got an opportunity somewhere else I'm going. I don't want to go into why she left because it's a different topic, but this, it was all positive and it wasn't about anything negative about where she is. Anyway, the, this leader said to me, I was devastated. And as you remember, Fuliana, I rang you and said, can we have an urgent meeting? And we did. On her way to the meeting, she said to me, I can't believe how selfish I was. The first thing that I said was, I am devastated. <laughs> I didn't even say, oh, I'm so happy. She's so good. And now she's got this opportunity. She said, thank God, though, I said that to her. I said to her both. I said, oh. I, I can't imagine this place without you is my immediate reaction, but I'm happy for you. Said, I'm so glad I did that. The reason she came for the urgent meeting, she needed to process her, I am devastated. Mm -hmm. And to, to do that, she just wanted to talk it out and to talk how she thinks she can handle the rest of it, which we did at that meeting and it was, she had thought it through and it was all good. So. I'm now going to tell you what she actually did. The first thing she did was talk to the person leaving and say, uh, how do you want to handle the announcements? It is your news, but I like to play a part with it. And the person said, yes, I, I really think that we should do it together. And that was a good answer by mm -hmm. both. It could have gone mm -hmm. either ways. And then they called that. And of course, the first thing they she said, I've got some news that is going to maybe upset a lot of you, but please hang in there. I allocated the time for our whole group to work this through. So she went through, and in a nutshell, she let them process, we're devastated, we can't possibly lose her. What have you done about keeping her? And all those three million questions that the leader was prepared for herself, she prepared herself for, and she allowed the other person to speak. So between them, they talked about everything we're saying is about us, 
our team and our organisation. Mm. We're now going to stop and talk about the person leaving, why they're leaving and what's their future. In doing that, the focus became about the person and then this leader took them through celebrating all the contribution this person did and then she said, I'm sure there's hundreds of you that were in the hundreds of things. So then everybody just threw in, oh, I, I really appreciated when you did that and that was great and, and all the rest of it. So went through all of that. So there was a celebration, congratulations to the person leaving and stop feeling sorry for ourselves. And then one person in the group says, well, that's all very lovely and I agree with that, but what's going to happen after she goes? <laughs> which is on everybody's mind and they kind of they got to a point where they can. The leader said to me, if she had not prepared herself and had the meeting to speak safely about how she was feeling, she might have got undone at that point because mm. then we default back into poor me. Yeah. Instead, she said, I was absolutely prepared then to talk about that. And how we talk about that, I opened it to the team. Of course, we're going to go through the normal recruitment process and replace her, which is going to be very hard, but we can, we will do that. In the meantime, who wants to pick up a baton for what? And everyone then said, well, when it comes to being on such and such committee and all those extra things that this person did to be the culture carrier and the glue, people start doing that, to which point the person who's leaving then says, can I interrupt you just now? You're all looking at how you're going to do it when I'm gone. I think you all forgot that it wasn't me who was doing it. It was all you. It was all of us. And see, the fact that you just already talked about that. So that was really powerful. Mm -hmm. It was powerful in that saying, yes, yes, you might look at me as maybe the that person, but it wasn't just me. Right. If we go to all the examples you thanked me for, this is what happened. Yeah, because the, the glue yeah. needs to surface the bond. Yeah. So that this person can well be the glue, but it's got to have other stuff stuck to it. Otherwise, yeah. the glue just sits there as a, a blob. So it is all of them. What I'm interested in in, mm. in the process is the exit interview. Obviously, mm there's an opportunity for an exit interview to be done. Yeah. And in this instance, is there value in sharing what comes out of the exit interview with the team? Yes and no. I always think, like, if you're going to share, okay, of course you've got to get the person's permission, mm -hmm. but you also got to be able to say all of it, not selectively pick. This method worked in this case. I'm not suggesting this will work in every case because mm -hmm. it probably won't. Depends on the team, the size, the nature, etc. It's the safety yeah. aspect. I think they were, were very fortunate to be, if fortunate's not the right word, but that it'll do for now. Yeah. <laughs> that it was imperative that it be a safe environment for them to have that whole exercise and yeah. to feel that they could do it. So then that reflects back on the leadership yeah. of the group that they know that it's a safe environment. We've talked about it. So fostering safe environments and being leaders to be able to how to do that. Yeah. And I think that that's an excellent example of mm -hmm. the value of having a safe environment and everyone knowing that it's a safe environment to have that those sorts of conversations. But I've seen 
very well designed exit interviews and genuine commitment on the organization to do it. It's very individual because mm -hmm. some people who are leaving can use it to advantage or, you know, I mean, misadventure or whatever, or to be genuine. So again, and you know, each case on its merit. There is another spin-off to this exercise that happened. And to me, it's such a fantastic story and probably we won't, I hope we'll get more of it, but you know, it doesn't happen very often. This leader sits on the executive team and this person who's left is popular, not just in their, her own team, but across the organization. As often is the case with people like that and known to everyone. She's, she's the go-to person when something good happened or not good happened, she will have a, you know, something good to add. When the leader took it to the executive, so I'll just let you know because obviously Alexa is involved in many blah, blah, blah. They went through the same emotions, mm. devastation, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And so when she talked about how, what happened and how the team and how it went out, they said, oh, that's really good. The CEO said, I really would like you to present this at the town hall meeting with the permission of the person and the team, how we value people coming in and leaving, how we respect them, how we celebrate them, mm -hmm. and how we celebrate the extended team. Mm -hmm. And now I wanted to make the organisation is that this is how we like things to be around you. I think out of all of it, the points that we, we need to emphasise are that there's always going to be change. Yes. You can't expect to be in a team environment and have nothing change because that says it sends out a different message altogether about what you're doing and that's not a good message if there's not dynamic happening or not a little bit of change happening. I was always of the opinion that people were going to leave and, and I didn't worry about that. I just thought, well, it's going to happen. And what, what my responsibility is, while I've got this team together, is to give them as much resourcing and as much development as I possibly can so that they are attractive mm -hmm. to other organisations yeah. because in the long run that reflects back on me. Mm. And so that's a good thing for, for everybody. And that when they go, I celebrate the fact that they go because they know that if the opportunity arises again, they'd come back and work with me because it's good to work with me. So that, that's important in terms of leadership. But always our first reaction to change is going to be, what, what's going to happen to me? Yeah. <laughs> what about me? Yeah. I'm the most important person in this equation. And if we know that that's the case and we start to prepare ourselves for acknowledging that that's the case, but that the other person has also gone through a whole lot of emotion before they've come to tell yeah. you, because they've had to go through, how am I going to say it? You know, they, and, and they're already yeah. second-guessing what your reaction yeah. is going to be. So you need to acknowledge that all of that's already happened and don't surprise them with a different yeah. reaction than what they've expected. And then move through the process of, it's grief. It's a grief process. Yeah. It's anger, denial, acceptance. Yeah. They're not set phases and they don't overlap, they can mix and match and come and go at any time and last a long time or last a little time. So being aware of all of those things and thinking about those situations and and not leaving it till the situation is there in front of you. Mm -hmm. So don't be the person who has to ring through the other and say, we need an urgent meeting because I don't know what to say next. You, know, you I, can, but you can. You, you can, you can, and I understand yeah. that, that that's a good resourcing. Yeah if you haven't thought about it beforehand, which is why we thought it would be important to bring it to you today.
say in a podcast is that we want to encourage you to think about that situation. And even if it's only for the time that you've listened to this podcast, that you think about what your reaction would be. How could you control that better? How would you move beyond the immediate reaction? And just think about how that would work for you and your qualities and your skills. And maybe there are things that you need to develop. Maybe there's a, a measured response activity that you need to, to go through. Maybe you need to do some role plays or think about some case studies or think about other ways that, that you could react in those situations and think about the process in terms of your team and what would work for your team in carrying through the whole of the exercise and that whole of that communication is happening. Because regardless of how careful everyone is, word will get out. Mm-hmm. And often it will come from outside the organisation rather than inside yeah. the organisation. So you need to be aware of all of those things and you need to be measured in your responses to all of those things. She's waving her hand. She's got nothing more to say. So at that point, we'd better finish really <laughs> quickly. <laughs> I'm not that bossy. No. <laughs> bossy is not the word that came to mind. I'm sure you'll all agree with me. And I'm going to finish now before I get into more trouble. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec.